Welcome to Lean Agile Management Podcast, a show by Kanbanize that helps you boost work efficiency, create culture of high performance, and build teams that thrive. Welcome to the lab. Today on the show, what is agile marketing? How can a marketing team become more agile? And when should we consider the transformation complete? Today, we'll answer these questions with an agile marketing thought leader and talk about the most common mistakes that marketing teams make when getting started with their lean agile transformation. Stay tuned. Our special guest today is Yuval Yeret, who is an enterprise lean and agile transformations consultant, one of the leading safe Kanban and agile marketing trainers. Yuval leads consulting services at the US branch of Agile Sparks, an international lean agile consulting company. He describes himself as the go-to guy for the cases where by-the-book Agile doesn't cut it. Today, he is here to talk about his new focus, Agile Marketing, the approach he's helping to promote as a part of a community of thought leaders. Hi, Yuval. Welcome on the show. How are you? Hi, Dimitrio. How are you? I'm good. Great. It's great to have you here. I'm happy you could make this. Sure. So how would we best describe or define lean and agile marketing? What, what really is it and what it is not for sure? So let's start with what it's not. Um, lean and agile marketing is not just about fast marketing. It's not just about reacting. It's not about uh, uh, issuing a tweet uh, the minute after something happens or uh, reacting to uh, power outage uh, during the, the Super Bowl. That's not what agile marketing is about. Agile marketing is more about understanding that uh, when it comes to you know our websites, our uh, social channels, our uh, email nurture campaigns, there's there are a lot of questions around: is this going to work or not? And many marketers are realizing um, that there's a huge trend in marketing that to move from just being the art of marketing and the art of the brand and those things that you've seen if you watch uh, Mad Men to being more data driven. Uh, and do valid validation of your uh, hypothesis to even start from thinking about your uh, marketing ideas as hypotheses that you need to validate. Agile marketing is basically a marketing operating system that supports this new paradigm that basically relies on um, iteration, adaptation, fast learning, collaboration between people across the marketing uh, across the marketing stack and across the marketing organization, whether it is um, social marketers, product marketers, digital marketers, um, field marketers, uh, and people like inside sales for many organizations, um, uh, outbound sales or field sales, all those people uh, get together to figure out what is required in order to optimize the buyer's journey, in order to drive more revenue, in order to drive happier customers that become uh, evangelists uh, and advocates for your product. That, that to me is agile marketing. And it leverages a lot of the best practices um, that, that we built in the uh, agile development world, like um, Scrum, Kanban, all of those techniques can be ported over um, pretty easily, I would say, from the development world. You just need to use the right language. You need to be aware that marketers are not developers. They don't like the same tools. They don't like the same language about, uh, they don't like development language. They don't understand development language. 
uh, when, when talking about their things. But most of the principles are uh, quite easily portable. Right, right. Um, but what would be maybe the biggest problems of traditional marketing that agile marketing solves? How would we convince, convince somebody who is skeptical about it? They would say, why would I need this? I'm fine like I am right now. So um, typically marketers or the traditional, the, the old marketing operating system can result in you know, deciding to do something and sticking to it regardless of whether it's working or not because your whole paradigm is to follow a plan. You're following a marketing plan, um, a marketing calendar. You need to, uh, you decided that you'll do four webinars about this certain topic and you will go through with it. You will not evaluate along the way. Um, you have a big plan for a website um, um, makeover and you'll work, uh, your agency maybe even will work on it, will deliver something after a couple of months. You'll, um, you launch it and you'll say, I'm done. And it's not clear that actually this, uh, this is uh, achieving the goals that uh, you have in mind. Uh, in a lot of cases, those things are dead on arrival or uh, not very effective or not relevant by the time they, uh, they're in the market. I can tell you about uh, a client where, where we, had, uh, we, we could do an A-B test. We had uh, traditional teams and agile teams in marketing uh, that were both trying to create a competitive campaign. So each one of those teams were for a separate product. They were trying to create a compete campaign against other players in their specific segment. And what happened was that after six weeks, the agile team had a campaign in the air that they could start to tweak. The traditional teams had nothing. <laughs> okay, they were still trying to figure out what to do. So th that's one problem. Another problem is the, the lack of collaboration across the silos. So collaboration is, is crucial when you're dealing with complex things with a lot of moving parts. Collaboration um, across people from digital, from sales, from product marketing, from field marketing. It's so hard to do it when there were the structure, the, the work structure, regardless of the organization structure. But when you need to go through the field marketing manager in order to talk to the field marketer, uh, and when your work team is your specialty and not across, um, across the different areas, then a couple of things happen. It, it, first, it's hard to actually do things, mm -hmm. to make things happen. There's a lot of friction. The other thing that happens is that people think very small. They think within their silo. It's hard to get them to think like a mini CMO. One of the CMOs that I work with, I love this term. So he basically said, I want everybody in my organization to be mini CMOs, to think like mini CMOs, to understand the whole picture. And what we see in agile marketing teams that we created there was that indeed we have more people that are thinking across the marketing uh, uh, organization. They're thinking about the, the whole buyer journey. They're not just thinking about, okay, we need to generate leads or they're not just thinking about we need to enable sales or we need to 
doing an effective ad. They're thinking about how to create um, good buyers um, that um, become good uh, um, good customers, that become good uh, evangelists throughout the, the value chain. So that's another aspect. Another aspect, one of the last things, but not the least of uh, the least important, is that we see a lot of marketers that are burnt out, that are frustrated, that are saying, "I love this marketing profession. I would never want to do anything else, but I'm struggling. I'm dealing with too much. I'm juggling. Um, I, I cannot really um, make things happen. There's too much on my plate." Um, everything is friction here. I need to talk to six people in order to issue out a tweet. There, there are too many reports to too many people. You can't get things done here. So that's something that we're hearing. And what we want to create is an organization where marketers, where marketers want to go to work, where marketers say, we're proud of being marketers in this organization. We can get things done. Um, we're happy with the amount of work that we're accomplishing by the time we go home at the end of the day. So that's another very important goal. Um, for people that are familiar with, uh, you know, Lucy um, in the chocolate uh, factory, Lucy in the factory scene, I love to show that movie to, to marketers, <laughs> by the way, not just to marketers. And, and many of them, you know, just, immediately resonate with that image of Lucy trying to deal with an unreasonable workload. Yeah. The job just keeps coming and coming. So that's something we try to fix with agile marketing. It really does sound like a higher purpose, even much yeah. more than just a method. Yeah. However, um, if we take it from conceptual to more practical, how does it translate into specific practices and maybe from perspective of a manager, it would sound almost like that's literally just letting your team sit down and do whatever they want instead of writing a plan. So almost like setting a chaos and completely uncontrollable workflow just for the sake of not writing that plan. Is that really so? Well, actually, the opposite is true. You, when it comes to planning, you plan much more in Agile. Agile is about continuous planning, right? Uh, if you look at it, um, Depending on which approach you take, if you do Scrum, you plan every two weeks, you plan your sprint or iteration. If you do Kanban, you um, plan on an ongoing continuous basis or you add a cadence of replenish uh, planning to figure out what to focus on next. Uh, in all of those approaches, you do daily planning to figure out what's the best approach for the next couple of days. Um, in uh, in many situations, what's we pref what we also add on top of it is quarterly planning, which we typically do big room style or uh, what is called program increment planning in the in the safe approach. The, the importance there is not necessarily planning the details of what will happen throughout the next quarter, but uh, to take a step back, look at what are the what's our context at the moment, what what should be our strategy for the next quarter. What are the tactics at the high level that we want to actually leverage uh, in the next quarter and then set ourselves up um, to effectively execute in the quarter? It's not detailed planning. Like sprint planning is not detailed planning for uh, the day-to-day -day of uh, the sprint or the, the iteration. So 
it's a lot, there's a lot of planning. Um, another question that a marketing organization needs to answer is a clear direction. What's their, what's their objective? What are the key results that they're expecting? You can use something like OKR or some other approach, whether it's implicit or explicit. And then you give them a lot of autonomy to actually go and achieve. But they don't just do whatever they want. They try to um, achieve uh, the goal you set to them. And um, they also demonstrate to, the stake, to their stakeholders um, on a cadence, whether it's every two weeks, every week, or uh, whatever cadence you come up with, they demonstrate what they've done, what are their metrics, um, they look at uh, how they could improve towards the, the goals that you set to them. So it's, it's, it's actually, if you, do it, if you do agile marketing well, it's a very disciplined, very mature way to actually do marketing. It's a very mature marketing operating system. It's not chaos. Right. It actually sounds like the only thing that's missing is that super hefty, long, outdated plan. And that's it. You still have the planning as a thing, as a process. You still have goals. You still have accountability. So the only thing is missing is this big, outdated plan that nobody really wants to make. Yes. And sometimes you create, I mean, sometimes you do need a plan, right? There are activities in marketing that require longer-term planning, whether there's a, a complex network of dependencies, uh, things like that. It makes sense to plan some more in advance. But still, there are a lot of moving parts, and that plan should be something that you can actually adjust based on the reality, not something fixed that doesn't allow you to sense what is really going on as you're executing towards your longer-term goal. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. However, then, is it a system that can be played? Are there some kind of ways to make agile marketing fake, to make it seem like it's agile, but it's not really? Or in other words, what are the biggest sins of fake agile marketing? So if you take your marketing project manager and call him a marketing scrum master, that's not going to make you agile. <laughs> if he's going to, or she's going to behave in a different way and be more of a servant leader and really help the team be more autonomous, then that's better. If you're creating a plan that in the, where your gun chart shows um, sprints, um, but basically you're just incrementing and chunking your work into pieces and doing different tasks each sprint, but not stopping and sensing what's going on, inspecting, adapting to responding to, um, to some feedback um, on, on what you've done or whatever happened in the, in the market um, in, in the last time period then you're just faking it. You're just doing sprints in order to say, I'm doing sprints. Right. If you're just uh, using a Kanban tool and having a lot of uh, cards on it, but those cards don't really um, provide value or don't really flow throughout uh, the Kanban system, um, or, you're not, or you're setting some policies like working process limits, but you're not following them, then you're doing uh, fake agile. Um, 
if you're not learning as part of the the cycle, if you're delivering things and not listening to, not looking actively for feedback about them, then it's fake agile. If you're planning every quarter and as part of your quarterly plan, you actually figure out what would be the content of each one of the sprints because you do want to have certainty, you feel uncomfortable with uncertainty, then you're doing fake agile. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So there are a lot of. Agile is hard. Okay. Agile marketing is not something simple. It's uh it's quite a paradigm shift for many organizations. Um, so, especially if you come from heavy, if you're a very big, heavy um, organization, your marketing will probably look something like the waterfall, big plans, uh, budgets up front. I don't have the flexibility. So, agile would be difficult for you. Um, for If managers still feel like, uh, or leaders still feel like they need to um, know everything that is going on and be involved in every decision that is being made. That's another very um, strong smell of fake uh, agile marketing. For smaller organizations, it's more typical to see organizations that are actually quite small a agile. So they are responding, they are reacting. In their case, the problem in many cases is that they are doing too many things. They're juggling too much. They're not achieving good flow. They're, uh, it's hard for them to actually complete things on a sustainable uh, pace and marketers uh, burn out. That would be the, the fake edge all uh, from the other extreme. From those organizations, by the way, I hear a lot of, uh, we're already, Agile, right? We don't need agile marketing. We're already agile. Everything's, you know, we can respond to whatever our CEO wants. We we just do it all the time. So <laughs> that's another side of the fake agile marketing that is pretty common. Right. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are there some initial steps or tactics that would help somebody to go from a such dramatically different team? on the way to agile marketing, because as you said, for larger companies, that would be a much higher, um, much harder initiative to take coming back from huge plans and things where you have to trust the team to do the right thing. And even though it's all about the value, how can we actually start, get started with it? How can we get around? So my recommended way to start, uh, our recommended way to start at agile sparks is Especially if it's a bigger, more legacy, traditional uh, group, um, is get the leaders in the room because they're important in driving real change. It's not just something that you can start from uh, the trenches. Talk about what's working, what's not working, what um, what your what the business thinks of you as marketing. What are the metrics that uh, people uh, measure you on? Um, what are the changes that you feel like uh, you need to make? Uh, there are some surveys that you can run with within the leadership team or actually to uh, the whole marketing organization to see how people feel about different things and how your stakeholders think about different things. All of this builds the uh, desire to change and you need a desire to change. Then try to look at your options. Try to look at, okay, what is agile marketing? 
what are the options for implementation? What are the principles? How big of a step is it for us? Do we want to start with um, one team, but let's make sure that we choose an effective team across the silos, not just, you know, just the digital team um, goes to agile marketing. So figure out what are the, the areas in marketing and where to focus your, um, your efforts, decide whether you want to take a small start approach or go all in um, and burn your ships and make sure that you're in it. And uh, let's just, get the band-aid off and, and make this happen. Um, those are different approaches that fit different situations. If everything's working well, more or less, you do, you want to optimize, I wouldn't go and do dramatic change. If you feel like, you know, this is the, the, the right time to, to drive real change, then maybe it's a good time to do a revolution. Um, see how people feel about it. Okay, my biggest, um, my strongest recommendation is involve people as much as possible, invite them to change, invite them to influence the approach to change. If you do that, you're much more likely to succeed. You know, the term uh, people don't like to change, people don't resist change, they resist being changed. So the technique is to pull them, invite them, uh, involve them uh, in the change. In my in my experience, in our experience at the at Edges Parks, that's that's what worked. Okay, whenever we've done that, it, it worked. It's slower typically than just saying go do agile marketing, everybody, but it actually works for a longer uh, period. Yeah, one of the first things you would learn in a business school is you cannot motivate a person. You can encourage them, but motivation has to come from inside. Mm-hmm. It might be a slower way, but it's definitely a more value-driven way. Yeah. yeah. Um, then maybe could we say how a successful implementation of lean marketing look like? Meaning what the team would, would operate like and what would be the short and long-term benefits of a genuine agile transformation? An agile marketing team would basically typically have an effective ongoing flow where at each point in time, they're focusing on a small set of things. In many cases, they're actually swarming to those things. So whether it's a webinar, an email nurture campaign, uh, a new landing page, a product launch, uh, an event, um, they're focusing on that thing as a goal for a certain time period, whether it's um, you know, two weeks, three weeks, uh, if you call it a sprint or you don't call it a sprint, whatever, uh, they meet more or less on a daily basis um, to figure out how things are going towards that goal and um, what do they need to, to do in the, the next day or two in order to um, work towards the goal as effectively as uh, possible. They help each other. They don't just start uh, doing other things that uh, you know their functional manager asked them uh, to do and just disappear on the on the team. They're together. Um, success for them is delivering something together, not just delivering the specific parts um, of the um, of their function. Uh, this sort of team demonstrates every couple of weeks, delivers every couple of weeks, gets feedback, learns. Uh, um, make sure that if they do something, they know how to learn from it and adjust towards the next time or tweak it uh, so it's uh, more successful. 
Um, most of what this team does is aligned towards um, an objective, a strategic objective that, that matters to the organization. They're talking in a language that the business understands. They don't talk about um, marketing tasks and metrics that the business doesn't care about. They focus on things that the business cares about. They get closer to the business. The business understands that because they're focusing on their things, they get a seat at the table uh, when the business thinks about what to do about things. Eventually, they collaborate with people from product development, sales, from other aspects of the organization, support, uh, customer service, to um, figure out ways to optimize the, the overall uh, experience. That would be uh, the managers in such an organization focus more on um, enabling, serving those teams, figuring out what obstacles uh, need to be removed, what technologies, what, uh, um, what relationships they need to work on uh, within the team and uh, with vendors and partners in order to help this team run as fast uh, as possible and uh, uh, succeed as much as possible. They spend less time supervising the work of the individual marketers uh, on a daily basis. They help the team by uh, controlling the ecosystem and the environment and uh, providing the right direction, providing clear goals. They tell the team what to focus on from a strategic perspective, and they tell them also what not to focus on, what maybe should come next but should not be done now. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so maybe for the end, I could ask, what is one most important piece of advice that you could give to a team that would like to get started with agile marketing? Don't just focus on the practices. Mm -hmm. It's It seems easy to just do Scrum, just do Kanban, create a Kanban board and uh, start to manage a flow, use Kanbanize uh, or whatever other tool uh, you want. Um, it's a good start and um, getting doing actual things actually helps you internalize the concepts, but you should not forget the concepts. You should not forget why you're doing those things, why limiting working process is important, why looking at flow is important. Um, why are we creating uh, cards that represent valuable things that flow throughout the system? Why are we doing sprints? What's the concept of a sprint in Scrum? Why is it coming? Well, why do sprints? Um, why are we working? Um, why do we have a potential increment, shippable increment uh, every um, two weeks? What's the reason behind it? Um, don't forget the Agile Manifesto. Don't forget uh, the Agile Marketing Manifesto, the principles that support it. All those things actually both help you understand why you're doing things, what's the purpose. And they also help you when it's tough to do some practice, either to stick to it because you believe in the purpose or to adjust it in a healthy way. One of the failures uh, for a lot of people or one of a common thing we, we see is some practices that are too tough, um, too hard for people to actually go through and without the right support, they throw the baby out with the bathwater. They adjust the practice in a way that loses all the spirit. And if you do that, just 
just don't do it, right? You're just creating a, a bad experience for yourself uh, and, and you're actually reducing the chance that you'll actually, you and the people around you will actually try to really do agile or whatever it is, the thing that you're doing later on. Well, thank you very much for these answers and for this time with us today. Sure. We're glad you could make this and we hope we can talk to you again sometime soon in the future. Sure. Sure. Awesome. Thank you very much. Cool. Thank you, Dimitrio. If you'd like to keep learning about Agile marketing or assess your Agile marketing maturity level, follow the download links in the description for a self-assessment guide and more resources on the topic. The Lamp is brought to you by Kanbanize the leading Kanban software for lean management. Learn more at kanbanize.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, leave us a like. And if you're listening on iTunes, feel free to leave us a review. We really appreciate that. Thanks for joining us and see you here next time.